哈利路亚，各位主所爱的弟兄姐妹，大家平安。Hallelujah, may peace, may peace be to everyone who's beloved by the Lord. 要进入安息圣日，我们要以喜乐的心来敬拜天上独一的真神。With joy we enter the Sabbath day. With joy we worship the God in heaven. 啊，我们今天要学习的题目是持守所有的。And tonight's topic is holding fast to what you have. 啊，我们神都是给我们每个人有一双手。God has granted each of us a pair of hands. 接双手很重要。This pair of hands is important. 用来拿东西、啊。It is for us to to grab things. 啊，小时候要拿玩具。And when we were little, we we grab uh grab hold of toys. 长大要拿工具。When we grow older, we hold onto tools. 啊，你抓得紧，东西才不会丢。The tighter you hold onto something, the easier it will not fall off your hand. 啊，圣经也告诉我们。The Bible also tells us. 我们要紧紧的抓住，持守我们所有的。Bible must teaches us hold fast to what we have. 我们看启示录第二章二十五节。Let's turn to Revelation chapter two, verse twenty-five. 启示录二章二十五节。Revelation chapter two, verse twenty-five. 但你们已经有的，总要持守，只等到我来。But hold fast what you have till I come. 这里是圣灵告诉当时一个教会推亚推拉教会的话。And this is the word spoken to by an angel to the church at Thyatira. 虽然那个时候教会有很多软弱 ，even though there are many weaknesses in church， 但是呢，也有一些人啊是坚持着。But there are some of those members who hold on。啊，神就告诉他们 ，And God said to them， 我没有太多的别的要求了。I do not have any other requirements。只要你把现在所有的坚持住就可以了。As long as you hold on to what you have， then that is enough、啊。我们有时候思想信仰这个过程大概有三个阶段。Uh, we often talk, say that there are three major steps in our faith. So, the first stage is the beginning stage. The first section is our initial step. Just like you are in a race, the very first step is very critical. The second stage is the And the second step is the middle part. Perhaps you run halfway, and there are many things that are occurring. 但是只要你一直跑，一直跑，也离开这个终点越来越近。But as as long as you continue to run, you will depart from the middle point. 啊，有时候中间呢，没有什么特别事情发生。And sometimes in the middle point, there's nothing special that happens. 但是最重要的是第三个阶段。But what's most important is the third section. 就是快要达到终点的那个阶段。It's a distance between the middle point and the finish line. 往往很多事情会发生。And usually at this point, many things will happen. 可能你领先的，这个时候可能会落后了。And perhaps you, initially you may be the first place, but now you've been lacking behind. 或者是你在最后的时候跌倒了。Or perhaps in the final moments you fell. 或者是你不够气了，你放弃了，软弱了。Or in the final moments you decide to give up. 所以啊，这三个阶段当然都很重要。You can see the very the three different critical areas are very important. 但是最重要的是最后一个阶段。But the most important is the last step. 如果你最后没有持守住你之前所有的。And if at the end you are you do not hold fast to what you have from the beginning, 最后一分钟放弃了，失败了。From the last minute you give up, you fail. 那之前所有第一、第二阶段都是白费。Then all the the first and second steps are count as useless. 啊，所以信仰要坚持到最后。So we must hold fast to our faith. 你之前所有的，你到最后坚持住就可以了。What you have from the beginning, you must hold it to the very end. 到这个时候，不是求发展，不是求很突破的这个时候
Here we're not you're not asking for growth or to break through. All you have to do is hold on to the faith that you have from beginning to the end. Especially the time before Jesus Christ comes. The church will uh, face many crises. There are many challenges in your faith. It's very difficult to grow. It's very difficult to preach the gospel. It's very difficult to keep the word. But now the Holy Spirit does not ask too much. They only ask this one thing, what you have, do not lose it. Let's think about if we were to do something great. For example, if you go on an airplane, you need a plane ticket. Uh, during the previous generation at that time, you did not have an e-ticket. You actually need a physical ticket to go to the airport. If you brought everything you have for the journey, but accept the ticket, you cannot go on the airplane. Or perhaps you were rushing in the airport and you uh, the ticket fell out of your hand. And when you go to the port, they will not let you go on the airplane. Because you have lost what's the most important to you. Indeed, you originally had it. You had the ticket. You originally had the passport. But, but you have lost what's the most important. Then all the preparation you prepare beforehand are counted as uh, useless. Let's use this concept to think about our own faith. It doesn't matter how fast you run in the beginning. It's not how much work you have done for God in the middle section. Instead, what's important is what you are you able to maintain what you have from the beginning to the end. And what are you waiting for? Till Jesus Christ says, I am coming. So we must think about this question. So let's look from the Bible why we need to hold fast. It's not only you have to hold, but you must hold it tightly. You cannot give up in the very end. So if you are an athlete who participated in a relay race, Talk of war. Oh, talk of war. The both sides are pulling and not a single side is letting go. No matter how tired or how painful your hands will be, you cannot let go. Then if one person, two person, three people let loose, they will lose the game. And in ancient times, a lot of sailors have tattoos. And in the, within tattoos, there are two characters. And they will uh, tattoo two words, uh, hold fast. How come they um, tattoo these two words? So to a, to a person, the, the characteristic to hold fast is, is very important. So 
So in the dictionary, it, it tells you what it means to hold fast. The first one is to bear down. You must uh, bear it down. You cannot give up if you're tired. You cannot be afraid when the waves are uh, huge. You must bear it down, stay, stay the course. So as a sailor, sometimes when the waves are very big, you are, you are unsure where to go. But a different part of the sailors have different types of jobs. And they manage different sections of the boat. You must hold fast to the position you are assigned. And you must have faith in the captain. If the captain wants you to continue to do a certain thing, you must continue to do it no matter what. Especially when the storms are very big, you must continue to hold fast. Brothers and sisters, we know that. We may think that, oh, since the vaccines are out, the world will return eventually to normal. Uh, perhaps after the vaccines are uh, distributed, the, the pandemic will gradually come to an end. And gradually, slowly, we return to our everyday lives. But this will not last forever. But if there is a time of peace and calamity, of a peace and calm is always before a storm. The world will become more and more corrupt and there will be more storms. So as a Christian, we know that in the future, we will experience many spiritual storms. What we can do now is to prepare. Just like 2,000 years ago, the Holy Spirit told the church. So therefore, the Holy Spirit says to the church, Theatera, you must hold fast. Let's turn to chapter 3. Verse 7. The church said to the the angel said to the church of Philadelphia the same wordings. Which is asking them, asking them to hold fast. Let's look at verse 11. Chapter 3, verse 11. Behold, I am coming quickly. Hold fast what you have, that no one may take your crown. The Holy Spirit uh, said to the Church of Philadelphia, hold fast to what you have. The Holy Spirit have one requirement for those members who have strong faith, it is to hold fast to what you originally have. We know that holding fast is not an easy task. If you look at a person's faith for many, many decades, you can see that many of them initially they are very fervent. But they disappeared halfway through. 
that when they get to a certain age, their faith become very lukewarm. 你想想你自己，我们刚移民温哥华的时候，那个时候对教会多热忱啊。If you think about your example, when you immigrate immigrate to Vancouver, your faith were very fervent. 那二十二十多年前，三十年前，那个时候教会很小，人很小，但是什么都没有，但是大家很热忱。And perhaps 20, 30 years ago, there were not many people in church, and you were a very fervent worker. And often times, I see some old pictures in the church's library. Each time I look at those pictures, I feel a little disappointed, sad. There are many workers who are very fervent, yet they left church. And some people who are even RE teachers, some even board members. But they disappear from church. Before they come to church, whatever the task there was, they attend many seminars. They are very fervent. But how about now? You cannot see them. There are some who are still in church, but their faith are very cold. They are not who they were once. They did not hold fast. This is something that's easily、uh, we can lose it easily. So, 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 so,
he, he will once again open the door of grace. 完完全全按照圣经的指示去传的。And this church will completely preach the truth according to the Bible. 真教会的出现就是恩门要打开。When a true church appears, it is the door of grace will also appear. 从一九一七年真教会的出现。Uh, the true church appeared in 1917. 到现在一百多年了。Until now, it's more than 100 years. 但是呢，这个门不会永远开了。But this door will for will not be open forever. 有一天会关。One day it will shut up. It will shut. 现在还没关。Right now it is not yet shut. 你要来教会可以。You can come to church. 你要洗礼找机会可以。You can have a chance to be baptized. 说实在呀，这次疫情啊，本身有一个感受，小弟有个感受。And during this pandemic, I have a a personal reflection. Please do not think that you can always come to church. If we have experience that a church has been closed for about half a year, for a total of six months. Ah, time is long. Everyone, many brothers and sisters, hope to come to church. Ah, until the government has some measures. 慢慢的放松，以后要给宗教的机会。Only yesterday, the government has some news regulations about an art religion. 但是什么时候要关起来，谁知道 ？But no one knows when the doors will be shut. 什么时候有一个新的疫情出来，又关起来，你怎么知道 ？Perhaps there's going to be a new virus comes up and the church will close its doors again. We do not know. 或者是政府说你某一些的教义不合乎这个社会的看法，给你关起来，你怎么知道？ Or perhaps church may say, "Oh, your church doctrine violates certain politics. We must shut it. Shut it. We do not know when that will happen." You will never know when church will shut its door. You will never know when church will shut its door. Please do not think that we can always have service. Please do not think that oh, there's always going to be the next special convocation where I can be baptized. If you cannot have service, you cannot be baptized. If you cannot have service, you cannot be baptized. Or the church's leader, 下监牢了，就没人帮你洗礼。Or if the council members or pastors are put in prison, who can baptize you then? 或是你自己下，根本就等不到下一次洗礼就死掉了。And perhaps you, you, in the time of waiting for the next baptism, you died in the process. 所以这个门呢，不会永远开啊。So this door will not be always kept open. 其实你仔细看，这个门已经有慢慢关起来的趋势。So you can see that actually this door is slowly closing. 很多地方现在信仰了，不是那么自由。You can see that many areas of the world, the faith, uh, they do not have freedom of religion. And there's some countries that if you're under the age of 18, you are not able to go to church. And some areas even use the excuses of pandemic to limit religious activities. And for example, Taiwan, before they have very few cases of COVID. 全世界都不能聚会的时候，台湾可以聚会。That the whole world could do not attend service, yet Taiwan could. 啊，现在台湾疫情了，严重了，也不能聚会。But now Taiwan's have increased cases in COVID, and they cannot attend services. 所以人呢，不要以为恩门永远永远可以对你打开。Please do not think that the door of grace will always be open for you. 现在还有一点开。Now it's still open. 不会有人可以关得了。No one can shut it. 但是有一天神说我要给它关起来了。But one day God said I will shut the door. 时间到了，我不管你了。The time is at hand. 早上飞机时间到了，他要关那个舱门。Just like a plane, when it's time for departure, it will close its door. 你拿着票，但是你迟到，你没有进去。Even though you have the ticket, but you're late, you cannot go in. 当门关了，你在敲门，你在骂，你在闹，你在滚地上，也没有用。When the door is closed, no matter how hard you knock, complain, it will not open to you. 只要关了，它就不会再给你开。Once it's closed, it will not be open again. 所以哦，我们要知道。
So we must understand one thing. While the door of grace is still open, we must strive to enter in. Verse 8. Verse 8, I know your works. See, I have set before you an open door, and no one can shut it. For you have a little strength, have kept my word, and have not denied my name. So, a couple of months ago, I have a topic that is, uh, please open the door for me. And this is what God said to the Church of Philadelphia. I have set before you an open door. For you have kept my word. So if you keep God's word, He will open the door for you. So tonight, tonight I would like to focus on why do we must hold fast to what we originally have. We must talk about the reasons behind it. There's one main important reason. That if you're able to hold on to what you have, and God will keep you in times of tribulation. Let's turn to verse 10 to 11. Verse 10. Because you have kept my commandment to preserve, I also will keep you from the hour of trial which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. Behold, I am coming quickly. Hold fast to what you have, and no one may take your crown. I feel very confident when I read these verses. Because the sermons we've been hearing is before the end of the world, there will be great tribulations and trials. It seems that all of us were put into great trials and sufferings. Perhaps it is very a terrible scenario. Especially when God is giving trials and tribulations to all the people on the earth. You and I also live in this world. We cannot escape those trials and tribulations. But the Bible reveals something important, very important to us. That if you hold fast and persevere, so when you persevere and keep to God's word, and God's word is for you to observe and to persevere. And this uh, God's teaching is not easy to hold on to. When you obey God's commandment, it's very uh, troublesome. That even though everyone else is sinning, you cannot. When you are giving to your desires, you cannot. And this is the way of perseverance. But if you're able to persevere, uh, I will keep you from the hour of trial which shall come upon the whole world. So this phrase is very comforting. All you have to do is keep God's word. That when everyone else is going through trials and suffering, God will hold on to you. And we will be exempted for all the trials and tribulations faced by everyone else on the earth. Is it truly like this? That even though right now I'm 
um, facing some trials and tribulations in the future, will I not face the same one? 没有错。Indeed,以后更大的考验，全考验全世界的时候，你可以被免去。That in the future, when you when the whole world is being put into trials, we will be exempted. 这个是一个很重要的观念。This is a very important concept. 今天受一点苦，为了信仰受一点苦。Now today, for the sake of faith, you uh suffer some loss. 那可以避免将来，将来非常大的苦难的苦。That if you're able to persevere, and then in the future, you are able to avoid. Greater persecution. This concept is very important. It's not that you suffer now, you also suffer later, and the whole world laughs at you. The, in the future, the whole world will go through suffering. But if you persevere and keep God's word, then you will be exempt from all the sufferings the future world will face. And let's look at many passages in Revelation that talks about this. Let's turn to chapter 9. Revelation chapter 9. Verse 3 and 4. Verse 3. Then out of the smoke locusts came upon the earth, and to them was given power, as the scorpions of the earth have power. They were commanded not to harm the grass of the earth, or anything green, or any tree, but only those men who do not have the seal of God on their foreheads. So this is talking about the, the fifth angel sounded his trumpet. And smoke arose from the bottomless pit and then it darkened the whole uh, sky. Then all the smoke locusts came upon the earth, and them was given power, as the scorpions of the earth have power. So what is this talking about? No one can ascertain what these uh, locusts are about. So when uh, Elder Elijah wrote about the book of Revelation, he uh, said that perhaps these uh, small locusts are the, the biological weapons in the air. Perhaps it's some wep uh, weaponized that's turned into gas that would be released into the air. So because it's locusts, because it flies in the air. And this is the, was written 50, 60 years ago. What, it, what this locust is can be referred to. But locust itself is very tiny. And nowadays we have drones, and these drones are capable of many things, for example, assassination and stuff. And there's some um, people who wrote that in the future, uh, warfare will be modernized using drones to, to, to do the task. Uh, but no one knows if it's actually referring to these. But the main point is, verse 4, 
It says, they were committed not to harm the grass of the earth or any green things or any tree, but only those men who do not have the seal of God on their foreheads. 看来啊, 这个不是人造的武器. So this is not a weapon that's created by man. Perhaps it is a punishment set by God. 但是呢, 这里说啊, 这些床从出来, 是指伤害那些路上没有神印记的人 And these locusts come out to harm those who do not have the seal of God Which means they do not belong to God This is bringing us such great comfort But what if you do not have the seal of God What would happen to you? You will go through suffering Verse 5 and they were not given authority to kill them, but to torment them for five months. Their torment was like the torment of a scorpion when it strikes a man. All those people who were uh, being bitten by the locusts, they would suffer for five months. So here is, is so all those people who were going through suffering, it is like they would rather die than to live. So these five months is for a long period of time. But those who have the seal of God, God will protect you. So what is the seal of God? Which is the Holy Spirit. You have the bindings of God's Spirit. We are children of God. You are exempt for the calamity of the fifth uh, angel when the fifth, blew the fifth trumpet. And this is a God's protection. So please do not uh, down, uh, look down on those people who are observing the word of God now. You cannot say that, oh, why am I suffering? All my friends are, and my classmates are laughing at me. And in the future, they will go through suffering. All those who do not obey God's word, they will also go through suffering. Let's turn to chapter 12. Chapter 12, verse 13. 13. Now when the dragon saw that he had been cast to the earth, he persecuted the woman who gave birth to the male child. 14. The woman who gave two wings of a great eagle, and she, and she, might, flee, and she might fly into the wilderness to her place, where she is nourished for a time and a time and a half time for the presence of the serpent. Here talking about another vision. It is a vision of the battles in the heavens. This is a spiritual battle. So please do not think that the church is always at peace, but it's actually always waging a spiritual warfare. At all times, the church is encountering spiritual battles. Even at your in your family, every second you are having spiritual battles. Do you think it's only your marital problems? It's actually spiritual problems. It's to break your marriage. Do you think you have some um, uh, issues with your children? It's also a spiritual battle. The Satan trying to break the harmony in your family. So this Satan, it is this serpent, this dragon. Look at verse 9. So the great dragon was cast out, a serpent of old called De, a devil and Satan. 
So the dragon in the Bible represents uh, the devil, which is not not good. So we Christians, we should not have any uh, symbolism of dragon in our house, but it be painting or uh, statues. Whether it be art or a souvenir or a gift, we should not have it in a, at our home. Because the dragon represents the Satan. So you can see that the dragon saw that he had been cast to the earth. Even originally he was on heaven and he was persecuting God's children. But God cast him down. And now what will he do on earth? He still has time, he still has some power. So he persecuted a woman who gave birth to the male child. So who is this woman who gave birth? And this is the church. The church will bear children. Every year when it's special convocation and ten newly baptized, and which means that it gave it gave birth to ten new members. If you baptize five members, then it means it gave birth to five members. So uh, last last week our spiritual communication we baptized zero members. And due to the pandemic, the church is are unable to hold baptism and even the work of evangelism. So we must uh, strive hard so that church can uh, give birth to more members. Giving birth, the process of giving birth is very, uh, uh, deals with great suffering and there's only one male child. Whenever a, a person is baptized, uh, brothers will congratulate and, and send gifts and pictures, take pictures of them. Do not be too overly happy. Do not say, that, oh, we have, thank God, we have baptized 10 or 20. The Satan is there waiting for the child for you to give birth. It's okay for you to give birth. But once the woman gave birth, the dragon comes. At first, he will persecute the woman so that he will, uh, the woman will not give birth. 好了, then what happens when the woman gave birth? Gave birth? 他就, 他就想要去吞吃那个, the serpent will try to spew up water over uh, to flood the woman and to devour the child. 好, Look at verse 15. 蛇就在妇人身后, so the serpent spewed water out of his mouth like the flood after the woman that he might cause her to be carried away by the flood. The serpent has great power. He is able to use flood to make, make the woman be carried away. So we talked about what does the woman represent? The woman represents the true church. She will preach the gospel. She will give birth to many new members. So this serpent, this dragon wants to uh, want to cause her to be carried away by the flood. So what does it mean a flood? It means the trends of this world. 
So you can see many people in church are greatly influenced by the trends of this world. When they think about certain things, it is not from the principles of the Bible. But instead they thought about, oh, what is trendy in this, what's trendy today? All day long they think about what is trendy in this world. The concept of this world. They do not care much about what is written in the Bible. He only works a worry about how to make more money. Or perhaps, oh, this new celebrity is coming out with a new movie. Or perhaps the a friend's TV show having a reunion. Or there's a new video game coming out. So you can see that the trends of this world are always refreshing one after another. So the, if the woman is being carried away by the flood, how can she give birth? That's, that's, uh, thankfully, that she's able to give birth to one or two. Then the serpent spew out water to, so that the baby may be carried away by the flood. So think about it, we baptize many people, but after a long time, where are these people? That if you take out the, uh, the newly baptized list from 20 years ago, and perhaps it'd be uh, 50, 60 people. But how many members are, are still attending uh, services today? So how many members are truly uh, still believing and persevering? A majority of them disappeared. How come? Because the blood that the uh, the the flood that the serpent spew is very strong. That sometimes we baptize ten members, ten people, but we lost seven. That if we, sometimes we baptize ten, we lose fifteen. That sometimes we baptize many many elderly, but the youth are being carried away by the trends of the world. So you can see that the church is facing a great battle. That the pandemic has gone for a year and a half. We do not know how many members are being carried away. Thank God that if you are hopefully waiting that when the church reopens, you're the first one to come into church. Then a word of caution that if you think that, oh, I will be okay if I stream online. That if you're at a point where you do not even uh, turn on live uh, broadcasting of sermons, then you are being carried away by the flood. So here, the great persecution has not come yet. So you can see the, the, the flood is continuing to carry away. But the great persecution will come. Let's turn, let's turn back to verse 13. So during the time of persecution, the dragon will persecute the woman who is about to give birth. Here, the great persecution will come. Verse 14. So the woman was given two wings of great eagle. That she might fly into the wilderness. 
to her place to hide away from the great serpent. Which is nourished for a time and a time and a half a time. So when the Bible says for a time and a time and a time and a half, it is referring to where the tribulations, it is the greatest. So you can see a time referred to a year. So a time and a time and a time and a half means three years and a half. And three years and a half, which means 42 months. And these 42 months does not literally mean it is the time. It means that you will face great persecution. That's in chapter 13, verse 5. Chapter 13, verse 5. And he was given a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies, and he was given authority to continue 42 months. So you can see that in chapter 13, talk about the beast, and this beast was given a mouth of great things and blasphemies against God. And they will continue to do this for 42 months. Wow, so you can see that they are very uh they're very uh, blind and open, they are continuing to have great persecution. But do not fear. In a time of a time and a time and a time and a half and the 42 months. It is also referring to a thousand and sixty-two days. Let's turn to chapter 12, verse 6. Chapter 12, verse 6. Then the woman fled into the wilderness where she had a place prepared by God that she would feed her there for 1,260 days. We know that 1,260 1, days or a time, a time, and a time and a half or 42 months which all refer to with the, where there will be great tribulation. But all, amidst all of this, the Bible says about one point. Chapter 12, verse 6. The woman, woman fled into the wilderness where she had a place prepared by God. In chapter 12, verse 14, the woman uh, fled into the wilderness to her place. What does this mean? When, it, when we are at a crunch time. When it is very hardest to endure, do not fear. God will preserve preserve you. We do not know how God will preserve each and every one of us. But God will preserve us. We will be under his wings in the wilderness. That to hold on to us that we do not lose faith. You hold on to us that we will not, because of trials and tribulation, we do not give up on our faith. Persecution will come, but we must, we can endure it. We, well, we can endure it to a point we cannot give up. Oftentimes, I hear some testimonies. Some members, when they go through um, treatment cancer, they they will pray to God to give them less pain. Originally, cancer itself 
will bring you a lot of physical pain. But God guided them through the process that they did not feel any pain. And they did not even need to take a lot of morphine. There are many these types of testimonies. And perhaps God has cut the nerve that in the body that experiences pain. That um that uh, death will come to everyone, but um, for some members, it will not be painful. Because God has taken away their, their pain. But how about during the time of great persecution? Some God has arranged that when they face persecution, they will die. But God protect them that they do not lose faith. That they have peace in their heart. Just like when Stephen was stoned to death. He even prayed for the one who stoned him. His face was like the face of an angel. That if you died a very painful death, your face would not be like an angel. And perhaps God took, took away his pain. That Stephen departed peacefully. So it doesn't matter right now, you must hold fast to what you believe in. Then in the future, when the God gives tribulation to the whole people in this world, you will be exempted. This is a very good promise. Right now, we cannot see it. Whether you believe it or not, you cannot, we cannot see it. And for those members who have believe and those who don't believe, you cannot see it. But one day, it will be absolutely clear. And God will separate these two kinds of people. What kind of people would you want to be? Let's sing him 243. 